it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is your NXT narrative for November 16th, 2021. We got ourselves another fun episode of NXT tonight. But before we dive into the show, I want to talk a little business for a second. Tonight, or by the time people listen to this, there has been... A new development for us here at Above the Ring. Thanks to our partners, our partnership with Ship It Studios, your boys now have merchandise available right now for sale. If you go over to Ship It Studios' website, or I will be putting a link into this post uh, on Twitter when we live tweet the, or when we tweet this tomorrow. Uh, if not, if you go to the website for Ship It Studios, it is just shipitstudios.com. You go over to the store, which is at the very top, and you go over to the search function and just type in above the ring. When you do that, all of our merch is there. We have everything. Shirts, hats, sweatshirts, kitchen aprons, tote bags, mugs, you name it. We even got Santa hats for those Christmas holidays coming up. Stickers, backpacks, you know. It's an amazing feeling. All the hard work that Sam and I have been putting into this uh, and then leading up to our, our partnership with Ship It Studios and now being able to sell merchandise with our with our brand on it. It's a big deal. I know for some be like, oh, yeah, whatever, we've been selling merch forever. That's all good and fine. But and we appreciate that. You know, it's good for you guys. We appreciate it. We, uh, we're happy for you. But for us, this is a new step for us. This is the beginning of like the combination of all that hard work that we've put in. And now we start reaping those benefits. And it's an amazing feeling. 
Um, we live tweeted our, our merch store opening uh, live with NXT tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we had a whole bunch of people tweet for us and all, they're all excited. And we even had some orders placed already, which is incredible. We appreciate everybody who's done that, especially my boys over at Know the Ropes. Um, you guys, seriously, we truly appreciate you. So you guys, if you have that time, holiday season is right around the corner. If you have those wrestling friends that are out there that, you know, maybe need to learn from the book of Bedlam and embrace the Bedlam and just want some great wrestling swag, go to our website. What are the merch? Wear it. Can't wait to get mine. <laughs> Tell you that. Cannot wait. But it's enough of all that. Let us get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. And that is this show. So we kick off NXT tonight. Singles action between Tony D'Angelo and Dexter Loomis. Now, last week, remember, Tony gave Indy a present for Dexter. Naturally, it was a fish, dead fish. So, you know, if you go by, you know, the Godfather sayings, Tony D'Angelo saying that Dexter Loomis is going to sleep with the fishes. So, you know, they got to fight this in the ring. Fun match to watch. Surprisingly enough, Tony D'Angelo gets the win here. And then Dexter gets jumped afterwards by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Johnny then comes out, runs him off. And then we have ourselves a, a real nice little promo segment with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams up on the corner, up on the um, the staging area that they have uh, opposite of the actual ring stage. And Pete Dunn and Johnny Gargano standing in the ring. So Johnny had been in the ring after this, after he chased off Carmelo and Trick and started talking about how he wants the North American Championship. That, of course, called Pete Dunn out. Pete Dunn's like, nah, I'm the one who pinned him. I'm the one who deserves the shot next, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Carmelo does something I did not actually expect, but I appreciate that he did do. We are going to have ourselves a triple threat match next week for this North American championship, the A title, as Carmelo puts it. It will be Carmelo Hayes defending against both Johnny Gogano and Pete Dunn. That's going to be a fantastic match. Up next after that, we had six-man action as Diamond Mind members Roderick Strong and the Creed Brothers took on Jacket Time and Odyssey Jones with, surprise, surprise, Odyssey Jones getting the pin over Roddy. So getting a little, a little measure of revenge from what happened previously. 
So obviously, clearly, this feud between all of them, not over yet. And I'm okay with that. I'm a big fan of Odyssey Jones. And Jacket Time is, they've always been fun. And I don't mind just continuing to shine, even in a loss here. So after that, we had Zion Quinn take on and defeat Andre Chase. And then once he does that, he gets immediately jumped by Legado del de Fantasma. And we had ourselves the return of Santos Escobar. So it's a three-on-one mugging for a good few minutes. Then they get they hold up Zion, and Miss Electra Lopez walks over, tells him that nobody says no to her, and then they throw him down to the ground. So Zion should have known better. But hell has no fury like a woman scorn. So Mr. Zion Quinn is in himself a lot of trouble. <laughs> After that, we had ourselves our poker showdown between Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson. Now, I've always been a fan of Texas Hold'em for a very long time. I used to watch the World Series of Poker every year, and I actually real- I didn't realize that the World Series of Poker final table actually started today. So I feel bad for missing that, but it's not even on television anymore, so it's my fault for not looking into it but regardless this was a lot of fun to watch i know obviously it's not wrestling but for me poker is one of my you know next favorite things to watch and the fact that (laughs) cameron grimes bluffed the shoes off of duke hudson when duke had the far superior hand grimes was able to get him off of it threw his cards in the muck, tried to get Grimes to show his hand. Grimes says, nope. But as he throws cards towards the dealer, Duke stands up, slaps, you know, the cards down. He takes it, flips it over because he was convinced that he got in the flush once again, like he did two weeks ago. He didn't. He reveals the, the, the bluff and he just loses it, goes, attacks, Cameron and ends up powerbombing him through the table. Chips flying everywhere. It's a good time. Kind of makes you wonder if, you know, people would ever try that with the World Series of Poker. And I'm sure, obviously, they (laughs) get in quite a bit of trouble. But Duke Hudson not taking this lightly. So after he powerbombs Cameron Grimes through the table, he goes underneath the ring, takes out some clippers, and then proceeds to cut Cameron Grimes' beard and his hair. So, this means war? I'm pretty sure. So, we'll find out what happens next week, but I'm pretty sure Cameron's not going to enjoy this. <laughs> After that, we had more tag team action as Briggs and Jensen took on Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner, with Kyle and Von getting the win. There was that little awkward moment before the match where Kyle noticed and said something to Vaughn about him being on SmackDown. Kind of just teasing a little. Because as we all know, 
Kyle's contract is up soon. So whether he resigns, whether he leaves, if he leaves, I'm pretty sure we all know where he's going. But we'll figure out what's going on after after that happens. So after the match is over, they go backstage to Imperium, who says, oh, well, you know, they, they're, they're improving, but they're nowhere near ready for a title shot. They have a better better chance, you know, getting security uh, job, security guard jobs than getting the NXT champion, tag team championships. So that's where their head's at. We then had an unexpected heel turn by Grayson Waller on <laughs> lashing out with Lash Legend, uh, say, stating that all of the veterans don't mean shit and that the game is now his. So. All right, interesting. We'll see what happens after that. After that mat, after that segment, <laughs> we had a two-on-one handicap match, which was supposed to be a two-and-two tag match, but Indy Hartwell went with her husband Dexter as he was going to a local medical facility, and I say that with quotation marks because we all know what that means. <laughs> uh, so Percy Peralta ended up going out destroying these two women that she was fighting. And surprisingly enough, Robert Stone himself was out there as well, watching the action. Now, unfortunately, it seems like whoever's with Robert Stone either disappears and leaves the company or gets fired or moves up the ranks. So is this a good thing? Probably not. We'll see what happens. (laughs) After that, Tommaso Ciampa came out to the ring, basically just saying, he's the champ. You want to go, you want a chance at the title, you're going to go through him. It's just not going to happen. It allows Braun Breaker to come out, stating how he's just going to destroy Ciampa and take that title from him. And Ciampa reminds him with some footage from the truck what had happened three weeks prior at Halloween Havoc. And then Champa drops a little Steiner math on us. And that was fantastic. <laughs> so that feud may be not over, but we'll see. After that, made event time. There was Raquel Gonzalez looking for some revenge on the slightly deranged Dakota Kai very fun match however the match ended in disqualification because toxic attraction came out to the ring and possibly came to dakota's aid they attacked raquel which then caused cora jade to come out to attack toxic attraction zoe stark came out on her crutches because she still has her knee injury and io shirai was right behind her Zoe hands her one of her crutches. Io goes in, starts beating up people. Literally pure bedlam to end the show, and it was great. Before we went off the air, Io said the thing. The thing that we've all been waiting for, and something I hope I hear from Mr. Regal himself, War Games. So it looks like our first War Games match will be Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai taking on Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade and a mystery partner 
could be Zoe Stark if she's healed up in time. If not, then I'm sure we'll come up with a fourth member, and that will be a lot of fun to see what happens. Love War Games. I'm so happy that it's back. It's going to be a lot of fun going forward. But that's it so far for NXT tonight. Guys, thank you again so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. We're so excited about the merch that came out. And we want to hear your feedback on it. I know it's just basic designs right now, but, you know, we got to start somewhere. we got to get the name out there. So we appreciate you. Again, we'll make sure that when we post this on Twitter and on our Facebook, we will have the link to the page so you guys can go and get your Above the Ring merch. Get you Also get your Ship at Studio merch. You know, go out there, spread the wealth, spread the name, read from the Book of Bedlam. We love you guys so much. But if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring as well. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If we're not on one that you listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. Though we can do all your one-stop shopping at a little Bedlam today from Above the Ring. Also, out in the interwebs if we're not in a place that you frequent and you'd like us to be let us know again we'll add ourselves to it and then we can continue to spread and get everybody to enjoy the bedlam so once again guys thank you so much truly appreciate you most importantly though do not forget to ship it Enjoying the bedlam. Have a wonderful night. Buy some merch. Thanks, guys. Bye. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.